Welcome to Code Talk, the podcast where we discuss building code and its impact on residents and business owners right here in Fairfax County. You know, every day many people depend on the safe and reliable operations of elevators and escalators. In this episode, we're talking about elevators and escalator inspections for residential and commercial buildings. It's of critical importance that elevators and escalators comply with code and offer passengers safe and efficient service. And here to talk about elevator and escalator inspections is Beirut's Hashimi Najad, one of the project managers in the building division and former manager of the county's vertical transportation program. And I love that, that we have to have that, uh, that name for the program, vertical transportation program. And that sounds so wonderful and ominous, Beirut. That essentially means elevators and escalators, right? Pretty much anything that goes ups and downs. <laughs> okay. Vertical transportation program. Got to love uh, the uh, the government uh, names of the way we do stuff. Why are there inspections? Why And why are they important when we're talking about vertical transportation? We're talking about elevators and escalators. Well, they are man-made stuff. Uh, uh, they are machines. And just like uh, our cars and our trucks, uh, they, uh, they can fail. Hmm. That's why it's important. Just like a car has a, a maintenance schedule that we need to follow, they uh, also have a maintenance schedule. And uh, that's why uh, inspections are required to hmm. ensure that uh, they're safe for usage. Okay. I was going to ask if they, they, if they were required or if they were just a, a good thing to have. Uh, no, they're required. Commercial equipment, they're required. Okay. And is that something that is just like required when it's being built? And then, and then that's it's done, or there like ongoing inspections or requirements. There are two. There are two parts. Uh, there is an inspection when the uh, equipment is uh, becoming active. For mm. example, like you're constructing a, a new building, and then it has an elevator. So there's an inspection then to make sure that the elevator, it's properly installed, and then, then the maintenance portion starts, mm. which is regulated by other codes, uh, which monitors uh, the maintenance portion of it. Okay. Okay. So let's go back to, I want to put an elevator or escalator in a building. I'm assuming you first need to get uh, some type of permit to to do this. Okay. Kind of walk me through that process a little bit. And let's just assume we're talking about uh, an elevator in in a commercial building. So what would you need to do is like you need to apply uh, for a permit and you need like uh, blueprints. they get submitted to the county, they're okay. reviewed, and then uh, once you have uh, approved, uh, once the, I'm sorry, like uh, the plans have been approved, then uh, uh, you can, the applicant or you, you can actually start constructing the elevators. Okay. Once you're done with everything, then you call for an inspection. So there's no inspe- inspections in the, in, in, the, in the between. Gotcha. And then uh, that's called like a, a final acceptance. Mm which usually I refer to it as the mother of all inspections. Got to cover everything. It covers everything. Uh, and, the, and the elevators or escalator gets tested. And then from that point on, the installation portion is done. The maintenance portion starts. Gotcha. So you answered one of my questions that I had, that plans are, are required Correct. to kind of go through this permit issuance process. So um, plans review, I know we've had folks on the, the podcast before that are in the plans kind of review section that are actually looking at the, the paperwork and the plan process to make sure that that all of that is, is good as well before it even proceeds further. Yeah, the advantage of uh, reviewing plans, especially for elevators uh, or escalators, is, is that it's much easier 
to catch uh, items for code compliance when they're on paper mm. than when they're built. Mm. Because once they're built and the inspector goes, then he might find something and that might be expensive to... Oh, interesting, yeah. So it's easier to see what they're planning to do and be proactive instead of like seeing it in the field right. and realizing, oh, you cannot do this. This is not per code. Okay. So that's why plans are always reviewed for elevators right. and escalators. Okay. Are there uh, different things that are that are being looked at either on the plans or the inspections when we're talking elevator and escalator? I mean, they, they both go up and down, but they do them differently. So are there differences there? I. Uh, that's a good question. My, my feeling is that when it comes to design-related items, uh, the, those are usually like checked on plans. For example, what type of controller you're using, what type of, uh, how much weight can the elevator, mm. uh, but certain things about maybe what type of material have you used for the screws or mm -hmm. uh, those might be easier to uh, check in the field. I usually like, I like to use this illustration because I do plumbing. Um, for example, in commercial buildings, you're required to have a toilet seat that has an open front. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in residential, that can be a closed uh, mm -hmm. toilet seat. So one time there was this project where uh, a plan reviewer was just checking for uh, the toilet seat to see if it was open or closed. And he was uh, having a hard time finding on paper. So then I asked the question, uh, do you think the inspector will be able to f see that? And he said, yes. So certain things are easier in mm. the field gotcha. to inspect. And some others are, it's best to check them on plans. Okay, okay. So there's a good balance between inspection and right. plan review. Okay, all right, good explanation. I know a lot of folks that are listening to the podcast uh, are, are in the trades profession, mm -hmm. uh, the construction profession, those type of things. Are there specific code references used for elevator inspections that they should kind of, you know, have in the back of yeah. their mind to be aware of? We rely... Uh, we rely on the Virginia Construction Code and the R Virginia Residential Code. So we call them VCC and VRC. The last chapter of, of in each of these books, mm -hmm. it's, it's called Reference Standards. If you look up uh, in this chapter, you will find out there's uh, two uh, references, ASME A17.1 and ASME A18.1. The 17.1 relates to elevators and escalators. The 18.1 deals with platform lifts and stairway chair lifts. Mm. So, and then in that chapter, it also tells you the year that the code allows you to, inst uh, to install okay. and comply with. Okay. Um, have, are there, <laughs> dumb question, but it's kind of popped in my mind. Are there many calls for elevators and residential facilities? Yes, there are. Oh, um, interesting. You have some houses where, like, for example, let's say uh, a family, um, you might have, like, an elderly person that no longer can, uh, has a dif has difficulty going from, like, the yeah. ground floor to the next. So you might have, like, a stairway chairlift, and uh, they will call. They will apply for a permit. Okay. So in this way, the person can actually maybe on a wheelchair, like, sit on it and, like, be taken to the next oh, next okay. floor. I mean, you might not see this in a condo because right. limited space, right. but in a single family home, you might see it. So uh, also there are some houses that 
I mean, my cousin, the cousin actually of my dad, he lives in New Jersey, and he installed like a three-story elevators in his house. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, so, so becoming more and more common, I guess. Uh, yeah. People have uh, the resources and the desire and the need. Uh, yeah. They, we have elevators. I know I'd prefer not to climb steps if I didn't have to. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm in the same situation. Yeah. So when we're talking about, you know, uh, this elevator inspection that we need, who's responsible for scheduling that? Is that the, the contractor, the builder, or is that something that the planning division looks at the construction process and would schedule? Who, who does that? Okay. That's a good question. This is how it works. The owner of the elevator the owner of the building, he's is ultimately the responsible for everything. Gotcha. Oftentimes, they hire like a management company to manage their properties. Mm -hmm. And the management companies, they hire like an elevator maintenance company. Mm. So let's say that you are the owner of the building mm -hmm. and I am the management property. I might hire like a third company mm -hmm. that, that does uh, only the manage uh, like the maintenance of the elevators, and uh, they are usually the one that call for inspection okay. uh, for this period, uh, like uh, for this maintenance uh, uh, inspections required by code. Okay, and uh, but sometimes like I might be able to me as like the management company, I might be able gotcha. to even the owner, right? Because it's just like when you're in a court of law and you have a lawyer, the lawyer represents the. Understand? Yeah. Okay. So it's it sounds more complicated than it is. It's slightly, but elevator maintenance company most of the time scheduled for inspections. Gotcha. But it can be done by the owner or his owner representative okay. as well. Okay. Okay. So when you and others in in the uh, with the government are are looking at an elevator that needs to be inspected, are there parts of the elevator that you're looking at? I mean. It depends. Uh, it depends on what inspection it goes through, uh, what inspection is to be done. Uh, once an elevator is placed in service for the very first time, that inspection is called. Um, that is like a final acceptance, uh, and that covers a long list of items that mm. need to be inspected. Mm. But when you enter the maintenance portion. Uh, you have like simpler inspections or like more basic inspections mm. and more involved inspections. Just like for your car that uh, you take it for an oil change right. and you might have oil change, tire pressure, uh, brake pads, but then every like 15 or 30,000 miles you might have more items. Uh, same way with the elevator cars or escalators, you have more involved inspections depending on the time frame. Gotcha. Uh, are, are these yearly inspections, maintenance inspections have to be done every year? Uh, there are two inspections done yearly. There's okay. uh, one called the periodic and there was one called annual. Mm. The periodic is the most basic type of inspection. The annual is a little bit more involved. The gap between periodic and annual is six months. Okay. So once a year, once a year you will have a periodic, once a year you will have an annual, and the gap is six months. Okay, so every six months they're they're getting looked at. Yes. Okay. Is that the same with escalators? Escalators, uh, I could be wrong, but I think it's done once a year. Okay. Okay. There's only one type of an inspection, the annual inspection, and I believe it's once a year. Okay. Are there common violations that inspectors see when they're looking at either mm -hmm. of these? From my recollection of my days as a manager. I know that oftentimes people don't have the latest certificate, even if the mm. elevator was recently inspected. Mm. 
So they might not have the latest certificate at hand. It's and that's what has to be in, displayed in the elevator, is that It correct? can be in the elevator. Okay. Uh, it would be nice to have it in the elevator, but it needs to be in a public location so the general oh, public gotcha. can access it. Um, it could be either in the, in the elevator or by the escalator, or it can be outside, let's say in the lobby area, or mm -hmm. it can be in the elevator machine room. Mm -hmm. Somewhere that the, if uh, me and you, we want to ride an elevator, we can make an educated decision about. Okay, well, I, I don't know that I'm going to the mechanical room or looking in the lobby. Ask. So You can yeah. ask yeah. Uh, if there's a management company, say, uh, can I see the, a copy of the certificate? Oh, uh, okay. Because... Uh, and, and, and what is that certifying, that it's past inspection, essentially? It says that the elevator cab or escalator that you would like to use mm -hmm. at the time of inspection mm -hmm. was found satisfactory of the uh, code standards. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, are these same... Um, things that inspectors looking at for a commercial elevator, the same for the residential elevator that we talked about? Uh, many items are similar. Uh, for example, uh, the elevator, inside of each elevator, there's like a maximum capacity. Hmm. Like the same capacity in a residential, uh, you might have a similar requirement for commercial because each elevator has to meet, uh, be able to lift a specific hmm. weight. Right. So on that, they're similar. But there are other things that might be different because commercial elevators have a different, um, might have like a different type of uh, uh, installation requirements than residential ones. Mm. They follow different, they follow, the, they are the same code book, right. but different sections. Right. There is one for residential portions and there is one for uh, commercial mm. elevators. And even though it could be, I'm, I'm guessing here, it could be the same elevator? Uh, or are they different elevators? No, they would be different. Yeah, okay. they, they must be um, uh, labeled for commercial use yeah, or okay. labeled for residential. Interesting. Uh, because uh, uh, the commercial ones are required to be maintained per code, but the residential ones, uh, the owner needs to maintain it. Oh, interesting. Um, because it's, it's for his use right. and his guests. Right, gotcha. I, I hate to bring this one up, but yeah. I, I have always had this fear of being trapped in an elevator. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but it's just kind of one of those things. Maybe it's a movie and you kind of live in fear of being in it. But say on the off chance that I or somebody listening to this is, is trapped in an elevator, <laughs> what should they do? First, don't panic. Okay. <laughs> don't panic. The elevators are constructed in a way uh, to uh, help us get the the, uh, the help that we need in a short period of time. Okay. So don't panic, just relax, and look for either the f alarm button, mm -hmm. the, like a phone button, or the, if there's a, uh, like maybe like an older elevator, maybe a phone. When you call, you press the phone button, uh, you will be connected to somebody that needs to be 24 seven uh, available, so then it's like a walkie-talkie. You can actually mm -hmm. like talk to another person, gotcha. and you can let them know that I'm inside elevator, let's say number three, and I'm uh, uh, and I cannot get out. Uh, please help, mm -hmm. and uh, then they will get help, and uh, hopefully everything will go right. smoothly. So, and you mentioned that elevator number. That's that's found inside. Yes, you, read, you yes. easily know what elevator you're Each, in. When you press that button, actually, one of the tests to check for elevator safety is like when you press that button person reaching out to you should already tell uh, know which inside of which elevator you are wow so each each cab has its own uh, unique uh, 
uh, like phone code line. or phone number. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. It makes me feel better. Good. Say I haven't been trapped in an elevator, but maybe I'm a little concerned about an elevator that I'm in. Maybe it's jerky or maybe I'm hearing some yep. noises. I'm, it just kind of raises my concern a little bit. Is there something I should do, somebody I should contact? Yep. Uh, there are two different approaches. Okay. Uh, usually I encourage people to, I was used to encourage people when I was a manager to reach out to their elevator maintenance companies to the management companies and let mm -hmm. them know mm -hmm. because they are the one that do the day-to-day -day maintenance. Gotcha. Uh, see, see what they say, re, uh, let them know. But also you can reach reach us. Mm -hmm. um, the easiest way is to go to our elevator webpage. And the uh, easiest way is just go on your search engine, type Fairfax County Elevators, and I'm sure the first link will be us. Mm -hmm. okay. And on the webpage, there's different uh, uh, sections that uh, um, that you can use to access to us based on what you right. what you need. Right. So um, through a web page, just like reach us to a, a reach to us and let us know in what way we can help you. Mm -hmm. um, that's okay. that's what I recommend. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Bruce, anything I haven't asked you? Any other things that you want to uh, to bring up about the? I just love saying this about the vertical transportation program in Fairfax County. Anything our listeners should know before we wrap it up? Uh, I highly encourage people just to, to check the website. It was uh, it was uh, done recently. We have recently updated it. We have placed very useful information, mm -hmm. uh, many different ways to uh, reach to us and get useful information either for the permitting process or for the maintenance process. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are always happy to help. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, my pleasure. Beirut Hashimi Najad with us. He is one of the uh, project managers in the building division and former manager of the county's uh, elevator and escalator program, uh, lovingly called the Vertical Transportation Program. Uh, if you need to find out more information on elevators, again, you can go to uh, the search engine and just type in Fairfax County uh, Elevator. Or if you want to go to the direct link, it's fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development slash elevators. And that's the reason we tell you to go to search engine. Again, that's fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development slash elevators. To reach the building division, you can call 703-631-5101 or email ldsbdmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. I want to thank you for listening to the Code Talk podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia government.